this is Tyler and Chris, host of the Alternative Blacks podcast, here bringing to you again another music episode. So we just wrapped up our latest series, the Black Media series, and now we're just going to dive back into some new content, some music, possibly start bringing in some guests, which will be fun to interview and just get to learn a little bit more about them and the topics that they are really passionate about. But before we get into our next subject, which is our music subject, which we'll release who we're talking about later. Beer! That's right. <clears throat> oh, a little raspy on the voice there. Beer? <laughs> are, are you unsure about it? <laughs> we're going to have beer. We're going to have beer? Do, do, we, do we do beer? What do we do? What is uh, beer? What is, what, is, what is beer? Coming to you on another episode. <laughs> Apparently it's hey. Here, why don't you pour? Because it's not. not, not my pour. Oh, this smells amazing. Not actually, your greatest pour in the world. No, it's not. Well, look at you. Yeah, I'm like a seasoned vet. Oh, this is seven percent. This is gonna be great. You know, we weren't just out drinking. I wasn't. You had a beer while out. <sighs> I think I had three. Tyler Washington. I know, I know. I'm there. Do you want to introduce this beer? Sure. So we have here from Barrier Brewing Company, Kickin' Knowledge. It's a milkshake IPA with toasted coconut, uh, vanilla, and hopped with mosaic motueka and citra hops. Never heard of motueka hops, actually. You just had me a mosaic. I'm a sucker for some mosaic hops. Well, I do definitely think like the aroma of the mosaic comes through. Oh yeah. Really hard hitting. Mm. Where's Oceanside, New York? <laughs> uh, it's probably in the western part of the state somewhere. <laughs> Asking that. <laughs> I knew there was just gonna be some bullshit coming out. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe on the ocean side. <laughs> oh man! In fairness to you, there's a place called Jersey Shore, Pennsylvania, and it is nowhere near the Jersey Shore. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. That's what I had in mind when I asked the questions. <laughs> anyway, Tyler, what are your thoughts with this beer? <laughs> Okay, wait, before I get into that, the third Google suggestion when I put in Oceanside, New York, was Oceanside, New York stabbing. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. <laughs> um, I don't know why I always want to go juicy when I'm trying the new beer. I mean, it is a milkshake IPA, so I get the whole, like, uh, I wouldn't call it juicy because it's... It definitely has that like milkiness to it. It's probably, and that's probably the vanilla and the coconut, but um, I like it. It's an interesting combination, you know, the sweetness um, with these kind of hops, but, um, you know, I think it's decent. Yeah. I think it's decent. I'd probably go maybe a three, three, 
three, two, five, yeah. three, five. I'm, I'm lingering at that three. Um, <clears throat> I think it's a good standard beer. Like if you're going to introduce somebody into the world of craft beer, this is like kind of a good way to, to do it. It's like, here's an IPA. It's not going to really kick your ass. and Especially a milkshake IPA. Yeah. Like they can get funky. Right. This is, this is kind of like mid-tier, what you're going to get. <clears throat> um, yeah, I'm just not blown out of the water. Uh, Mary's was, has been pushing Barrier a lot recently, I noticed on their Instagram, was just like Barrier. So was like breaking any, Barriers? Yeah, yeah. Established in 2009, though. Toasted Coconut. Are you getting a lot of coconut? Not a whole hell of a lot. In fact, the most... <laughs> Not a whole hell of a lot, if I have to be honest. <laughs> well, you forced my hand, so. <laughs> you know, you're trying to rebound from Oceanside. It's not going to work. No, I'm just, I'm not used to you just throwing that phrase out, like, very casually like that. Matter of factly, I'm not getting a whole hell of a lot. <laughs> Please do tell. Yeah, I'm not getting a whole hell of a lot. In fact, I get I get the vanilla mostly, yeah. uh, so that's vanilla and citra hops on the taste. That's what I go with. About yourself. Uh, yeah, even the vanillas is kind of like mild. mellow. Yo, it's very it's, it's mellow. Not- like really there but it's enough at least for me a person who um isn't big on sweets and isn't into sweets to the point um like i'm hypersensitive to like i can i can really taste that it's there underlying but it is very underlying it's in the background i've numbed my palate to sweets recently because it's halloween and we did not get a lot of trick-or-treaters and so we had a shit ton of Skittles, a shit ton of Starburst left over. Oh, y'all giving out the good stuff. Right? No, not apparently, because somebody in this neighborhood was trying to, like, outdo us, and they've been giving away, free, like, full-size bars, full bars. Who How got- does this not topple the economy? He's <laughs> like, so you got full bar money? <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. Like, a kid was running down the street, like, they got full bars! <laughs> Is that how is that how it happened? That's how I would like to think it happened. Oh. <laughs> That's how I would have done it. I did not buy any candy. Uh, see, I didn't and my mom did. And now that's all I've been eating. So sweets? Oh, so this is nothing for you. Yeah. You probably can't even taste it. No. <laughs> Me, on the other hand, I definitely I'm definitely picking up it like again. Like like we said. It's very it's very slight, but uh very mellow, very easy to drink, so yeah. And that is Barrier Brewing. Kicking kick, knowledge. Kicking knowledge. Putting that flavor in your ear. Oh, jeez. Craig Mack. R.I.P. <laughs> I was going to say, that was a moment of silence, and it, it wasn't. <laughs> it was briefly a moment. Uh, so I wanted to like get into this by doing some trivia, like, who are we talking about? Then I realized I'm going to literally label this episode the Kanye West episode. So, that's so that like, kind of went out the window. Know. Oh, but uh, Kanye Amari? Amari, right? West. Amari, yeah. Did you, okay, he was born June 8th, 1977. Did not know he was born in Atlanta. Apparently. Well, by the way, this episode is brought to you by Wikipedia. 
Not by sponsorship, but just purely by information. <laughs> All background information is brought to you by Wikipedia. The foremost knowledgeable... No, it, it kicks knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> knowledge kicking. It's knowledge kicking. No, but uh, I know his family was like from the South slash Midwest, and then you know, then he moved up to Chicago eventually. Right. Because you know, in all the songs he talks about his mom and his grandfather's like role in like civil rights and like the sit-ins and stuff like that, and it just never really registered with me what that actually like meant. Like, right? So I was like, yeah, you know, northern people, shit, we care. Right? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that happened. The Northerners. The damn Yankees. Right? Uh, but it makes a lot more sense when you put it in that perspective and it's just like, oh, yeah, 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 his family being from the South, I could definitely see where that type of, like, attitude might come from. Right. Yeah, I, I agree with that. So, uh, yeah, I was, I was fairly surprised by that myself just because you don't think Atlanta for Kanye, but... I don't know how long he was there. Probably was yeah, it, a wee I mean, child. It, it, it sounds like from his music that he's Chicago through and through. Yeah, so. of course. Anyway, AKA, <laughs> this is Kanye West, aka Yay, aka Yeezy, aka Yeezus. Yay, Yay. Does he go by Yay? Yay? I don't think so. I don't think so. All right. <clears throat> Born in Atlanta and raised in Chicago, West first became known as a producer for Rockefeller Records in the early 2000s, producing singles for recording artists such as Jay-Z, Ludacris, and Alicia Keys. Intent on pursuing a solo career as a rapper, West released his debut album, The College Dropout, in 2004 to critical and commercial success and founded the record label Good Music. He went on to experiment with a variety of musical genres on subsequent, 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 acclaimed studio albums. Come, no so, further point. <laughs> say, are you uh, are you auditioning to become like a newscaster? Uh, I think I should. Yeah, yeah. The alternative blacks news. Oof, that's that's rough. We're gonna let me just take it over. We're we're gonna be uh. Where are we going to be, Tyler? I don't know. We're going to be in there. In there. <laughs> like swimming. Anywho. It, yeah, man. Uh, we're going to go through this discography and, you know, just kind of quick points on what we thought um, about each album um, and kind of just give you our takes on things. Yeah. So, like, for you first getting into Kanye, because I think we were very fortunate. Like, when you think about Kanye and how long he's been in music. When I think about Jay-Z, for instance, like, I think about when I got into Jay-Z around Blueprint, but, like, he had stuff before Blueprint. But I think it was fortunate as far as when we're talking about music in our terms when we're looking at these episodes. This is cool because we got introduced to Kanye right away, like, from the beginning. So it's kind of cool to watch this evolution to what Kanye is now. Ooh. But when Kanye first came out, like, what were your thoughts of, like, Kanye when he first started getting into, like, a Jesus wall? Well, that's the thing, like, uh, I'm a little different in the sense that, and I think I've mentioned it before, but, like, I kind of got into music late compared to everyone else, and in addition to that, I had to kind of seek that out myself, so I was late to the party with a lot of things, and... <clears throat> but who's early to a party, really? Like, it's cool to be late, right? 
So speaking of Kanye West, <laughs> swing and a miss. Oh. Um, so really, I actually first heard about Kanye West in, for late registration, actually, and because okay. he pushed Diamonds of Sierra Leone. That music video and that whole song, that song yeah, was, was just crazy, that like was, the original song, yeah. not the remix that's on the on the album, but the original song that just had his verses on it, and that's what was being played over and over again. That's when I first really heard Kanye West. So I was a little late to the party, Damn. but not too late. <laughs> it was like a year late, right? Better than better than uh, better than other things. Yeah, better than me like getting into J Cole like how. Long after J. Cole was being out. Like what? I was stubborn to get into J. Cole. But you were even telling me to get into J. Cole before I got into J. J. Cole, I was listening to Forest Hill Drive, what, in 2015 was when I first took a listen? Yeah. I was kind of (laughs) late. Anyways, we digress. I digress, at least. Let's just jump right into the college dropout, 2004. Yeah, 2004. Um, my thoughts on it, uh, rebellious, uh, makes a mockery of the current educational system, which is really what the album is about. Um, because, and I, I, you know, Kanye is so is such an outspoken person, but it's really the way he does it that makes it, that makes him unique in the sense that... <laughs> What was that little move? Oh, I got a story, but I'll wait. Uh, like, like his first song. Uh, well, there's the skit with there's mm-hmm. the skit first. Bernie with Bernie, but then like the first song where he right. we don't care where like he's just talking and talking about drugs drug just, just to get high, stack the money till they get sky. Yeah, just to get by. Right. <laughs> um, but and then he ha- he's having like the kids sing that with him. And it's, it's so, it's so, it's so, uh, what's the word? It's like so sarcastic mm-hmm. and, uh, Wait, it sets the tone for the whole album. I think it because does. it really like starts to make you think about what, what are these kids going through, especially in Chicago? Like right. what's going on in the current educational climate in Chicago? What are your thoughts? Like what, what, what is happening? What is your most successful route? Like, are you really like. So you're not really doing well in school? What the fuck school actually going to do to me? Like, do for me? I, it, was, it was such an interesting social commentary at a time that I wasn't ready to fully appreciate it. Right. And the other thing about it is this, this whole era of rap music doesn't feature these kind of topics. That's true. In the mainstream. So, you know... Him talking about his relationship, his his religious upbringing and his religious beliefs, along with talking about the educational system, along with talking about fashion that is not, um, that wasn't kosher for what that wasn't the like game mainstream. Was. Yeah. It was more like alternative. Yeah, he was really an alternative rapper. That <laughs> <laughs> almost worked. I'm sorry. I was thinking back at like. Parks and Rec with Jerry. He goes, yeah, he's a rapist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. Woo. But, yeah, I think, you know, those kinds of topics were never talked about so heavily at that time. And he was kind of like, 
you know, you come out with the pink polo on and a book bag and tighter jeans, you know, and, and these gigantic this, shades. Like, later. And, like, he, he, he often refers back to this stuff like, Ralph Lauren was born before I wore him. Like, it was just... Again, I, I talk about Jay-Z and being able to talk about the future and predict, like, what he's going to do with his career. But I think Kanye, as he evolved was able to retro like look back and talk about all the things that he did to change change the game. It was just like, oh, like I'm not spoken and all this type of stuff and like you look at me crazy now, but like look at me like back back then you look at me right. crazy, but then right. let, let's talk about like what I was saying then and it's like a tra- now, he's like a like, trail he's like like ahead of his time trailblazer yeah. type, but um, he doesn't see how it happened. He was like he's he's musically good enough. He was musically good enough to kind of be ahead of mm-hmm. the times, or but so good that he forced the trend, which we'll get into later right. with um, his other albums. But um, that's kind of I like I love College Dropout just for it's that amazing. kind of like sarcasm about it. I miss skits. Like I don't think albums do that enough anymore. Albums. Aren't well, that's, that is very much a this time period yeah. thing. And I, I guess that's why I miss it so much because that's what I like. That was my time period. And but I think we talked about this before. There's a way to do skits and there's a way to not do skits. <laughs> he does Kanye skits very did well. good skits, yes. And it's just, it. I think it helped make it a cohesive album where it wasn't just going from song to song to song. It's like there's a reason all these songs were made the way they were. And that's what I miss from albums, being able to listen to a full album and it matter the order that it's in. Now it's just like, oh, here's a here's a banger. Here's a song that I'm just like experimenting with things. Here's another banger. Here's another banger. This is a party song. Wow. Kind of sounds like a Drake album. How do you know that's what I was talking about? We all knew. <laughs> but that doesn't like... I don't feel like that's as much of a thing anymore. Like, yeah, you can still come out with, like, To Pimp a Butterfly. You can still come out. Like, and that was much more structured, and there were a little bit there of There were skits, skits. skits. They just were part of the song. Right. Exactly. The poem that he was writing, mm-hmm. and then the very end is a but skit. But few and far between. Right. Um, those kinds of things. Right. But um, This album was recorded in four years. Yeah. <laughs> That one, that that kind of blew my mind, um, but then you th- you think about it because Jesus walks was like that first that first song and that was written way before um, he had any notoriety. Yeah. So you Which know it makes sense. Notoriety in a mainstream fashion because he was already writing and producing for Jay Z. Right, but no one. But but if you listen to that last song on the album where he's talking about like his huh. story, like well, you can tell by itself. Last call, I yeah, think it last is. call. Like the but the the thing he talked the the way he talks about it, you can tell that yeah, he's in it. People know him, but they, but they didn't take him seriously see as, as a rapper, as an artist like as, as by himself. Yeah, as a rapper. Speaking of which, finally, I can I, I can jump into this thing. So, I met, back in 2011, you know, somebody that could probably refer to Kanye as a friend, or at least a co-worker, you know. Uh, you may know him. Common. Right? I met Common. I interviewed Common. We, stayed, we were on the same stage together. He was wearing Kobe's. 
Well, regardless, if you don't know who Common is, I met him. And I was talking oh, to you him. Didn't, you didn't say that the other episode, too? Oh, didn't I? Jesus. Yeah. Well, I might have repeated the story, but I, I feel like it's worth listening to. Because I met Common. <laughs> so when I was on that stage and I was asking him questions and I was trying to be like tailored towards the audience that we were speaking to which was at, at that time 11th grade and everyone was getting ready to get into like standardized te- standardized testing mm-hmm. it was about chasing like your actual dreams and I think this is important because of who we're talking about in this, this stage of his life because this is what got Kanye to be college dropout Kanye that we know is so what what's your best advice common <laughs> for for chasing your dreams, right? What would you tell anybody that's like unsure about what they want to do, but they have this idea, but you know, there's so many people telling you, no, like you're not good enough. And it was that Kanye was being told that all the time. He was making those Jesus walks. He was making those uh, blueprint songs. He was making encore, you know, all, all those songs. And he was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, so he would go around rapping all these songs to different people. And he would be kind of like, eh. So they would get into these meetings where everyone's in, in the long table going over their tracks and whatever. And then he Kanye just decided to jump up on the table in a very Kanye fashion. And he just started rapping the same songs that he rapped to everybody individually and got pushed off for. But he jumped up on the table with such conviction that everybody else started believing in him because of how much he believed in himself. And it just became that that became like I can't think of the word it, it's just another word. like if you describe that type of person it's just Kanye it's the first person you think of it, it, it's it's who he ended up being and if he wasn't that type of person we wouldn't have the Kanye, music yeah. or Kanye good or bad right but then we can also talk about this that if it wasn't for him a lot of what we listen to now wouldn't exist. That's very true. It's very true. And we will get into that later. After we get through college dropout. <clears throat> so what are some of your favorite songs? <laughs> well, uh, my list is uh, We Don't Care, All Falls Down, Spaceship. So basically like the first quarter of the album. Yeah. Um, Never Let Me Down, Slow Jams, Two Words. And I could, I mean, I've, I just, I didn't want to list the whole track list because I could have almost did <laughs> so it's funny because I didn't put we don't care but I love the song and I, I think it's such a strong start yeah for the, for the album but I, I I picked up where you where you came in at all all falls down yeah not uh, but breathe in breathe out yeah exactly so I did all falls all falls down spaceship never let me down get them high yeah that's a good one it's a pretty good one Breathe in, breathe out. School spirit? I can't believe you didn't put school spirit. Alpha step. Yeah, yeah. It's so cool. Yeah, but, yeah, but the, his... they mentioned the other guys in there too. So yeah, yeah. But what does it start with? Uh, uh, well, of course it has to. St- See, even Kanye knew, you know, the aspiring Kappa that he was. <sighs> yeah. Well, that's what I always liked about him. Because he, he exactly what you just said, aspire. He never, like shit but uh <laughs> <laughs> that, that meme of the you know the cat and the and the screaming woman <laughs> meme and it was just, it was what, what did it say some it was something like uh it was like gdi's be like and it was like 
uh, I I didn't pledge or something because of this or that. It was dumb. And then the cat goes, you ain't have the GPA. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. That one, that one was hilarious. <laughs> what is it? Uh, red and white cane. Yeah, that's my cap of style. And I ain't even pledged. I'm just like, so it wasn't your cap of style. So it wasn't what your cap of style. What are you talking about? <laughs> He's just an interesting dude. He is. He's, but he's I very... did like that he he was about it. Like he, it was interesting because usually you're looking at rappers from a perspective of they're talking about the street life, and we all know like not every rapper that's talking about this shit went through this shit. They might have witnessed it, but they they weren't like not everybody was doing everything that they said in their lyrics. So it's different to me when you listen to Kanye West talk about some of the school stuff and not necessarily having like gone through all that, especially with pledging. Yeah, I get that. And so it was just interesting because of how like the critique goes then. Like you look at like, I, I don't think people, I don't know. I don't know if he was as critiqued on that or not. I don't know if he necessarily needed to be because I don't think he... Like, all he did was, uh, I think, give a nod to uh, HBCU culture and black Greek culture and school life. And he didn't really go any Any further into it. I mean, we could dig him for the Kappa line, but, like, that's that's, that's it. I'm not even digging it. I'm just, like, looking at it in a perspective. Like, it just, it led to a question for me. It was, like, was he dragged at all for that? As as other like, I look at I look at Drake since we bring up Drake. Drake claims that shit way too often for him being who he is. So I'm gonna drag the shit out of Drake. But like, do I actually like, especially like watching like Straight Outta Compton and like getting a more like more understanding like Ice Cube? Are you gonna yeah. drag Ice Cube for presenting him the way, like for him presenting himself the way that he presents? Right. Him? Yeah. It's like it's it, you know. It really comes down to your perspective mm-hmm. on on how their situation was and what they were doing. Like to me, Kanye in this sense, I don't think there's much space in that to really hit him on because him. he Sorry. he didn't claim anything. Um, and really, he was just quickly going through that. And the the song was called "School Spirit," and it wasn't called you know something completely related or related completely to Greeks it was just this is a big part of of a black college experience in a lot of places mm-hmm. so it needs to be mentioned so um, I'll get that I, I and then of course the broke fight broke we ain't got it we ain't got it bro 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 bro, bro. 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 <laughs> I got the only ain't got no cars Ain't got no clothes. Ain't got no job. Can't get no We bro, 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 bro. What's your This, okay, yeah, the skits on this were pretty great, weren't they? <laughs> that was late registration. That oh, that's late right. Registration that was late. No, wait, 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 wait. No. Yeah, all the, like, him pledging shit, that was late registration. All the Jimmy. Yeah. My dad died. My, My dad died. Yeah. Wait. Broke five broke what, is on late school, registration. Is school spirit on school spirits on late registration? No, it's on college travel. I thought it was right after school spirit. College travel, I'm like ninety. 
Point <laughs> At any rate, yeah, the, the Jimmy, my dad died and he left me these degrees. <laughs> you know what Sam says? No, but I, I bet I can count up the change in your pockets very Pretty fast. fast. <laughs> you know going to keep me warm? That's, That's right. right. Those degrees. degrees. Yeah, school spirit, because it's school spirit, skip one, and then it goes into school spirit, motherfuckers, and then it goes into school spirit, skip two. Followed by little Jimmy. And what's the school spirits good too? Isn't that my dad died? I thought that was Jimmy. Because Jimmy had two skits. You might be right, but yeah. I'm remembering it differently. Yeah, school spirits on that. But then I had two words through the wire, family business, which I had to Family put that business on is really, really Because good. that's one of the songs that I played at my dad's funeral. Because it just it hit it hit hard for me. Not not in the sense of like necessarily sadness but I knew it was a very important time to try to keep the family together in some some way and it just everything that that song talks about is the fact that like no matter what we're going through like fuck what's going on out there whatever like they could see it they could understand it but they don't know it as our family and uh it just plays a lot of... It has a very emotional like backing to me. It just did... Uh, it, I think it it's says, a very relatable song. Yeah. And you can... It's... I, I think one of my favorite lines from there is just like... I mean, if you, if you say you ain't did it, you ain't did it. And if you did, well, that's family business. Like, it, it, it's so... It's such a ride-or-die song. And it... it it means so much to me because that's how I look at my friends. That's how I look at my family. Like if, if you are a part of my circle and you know this, like I will, I'll fight to the end for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Trevor Noah had that stand up about like the, uh, the internet, just like they hear the word racist and everyone just starts running. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know why we're doing this, but you'll explain to me later. <laughs> like, it's just like family starts running towards something, you just run yeah. to it and you get the reason behind it later. And so Family Business is one of my favorite off the songs, not from any type of technical le- like level, not type of lyrical level, just, just the, it's the spirit the song, behind yeah. it. Yeah. Fair point. Fair point. So are we going to go into Broke Five Broke? <laughs> well, moving into uh, late registration 2005. It's like a year later. Yeah, a year I later. I realized how like quickly that hit. Yeah, well, two, it was it was really like... It's like a two to three year... 04 was like very... 04, it was like February of 04, and then it was like November Right, and I guess, again, you're talking 05, about he was working so. on it for like four years. Yeah, so by 04, it was done. Right. So the probably it was probably done in 03, so he was probably working on the next stuff already, but still quick turnaround. But like that's kind of par for that kind of that day and age where people were putting out albums every year and a half to two years. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that is pretty standard and for those. We're hitting like a time where that's not necessarily the case anymore. At least in my mind. Yeah, Kendrick, what the hell? <laughs> See, Damn, I, man. I knew you were going to get that oop. Uh, <laughs> I was like, giving that to you. Lupe gave me something last year. Now now it's your turn. Got, got to wait. All right. So this is where I'm going to like really start diving into my Wikipedia source like knowledge right here. Um, Go ahead, Tyler. All right. So Tylerpedia. 
Tylerpedia says the rapper's lyrics explore both personal and broader political themes, including poverty, drug trafficking, racism, healthcare, and the blood diamond trade. Which is just so key because, like, that was widely discussed in that era, I think. It was, like, a huge... Blood diamonds. Like, yeah. when you look at the movies, when you look like, documentaries, this was all... That was, like, these were the key things. I think early middle school era for us was talking about the blood diamonds. And this is coming straight off of a very iced out culture. Remember, that era. that is, like, when that the war in Sudan was raging. I mean, and, and it still is. Mm-hmm. But at that point, it was getting all all the attention because it was... All the press a, Yeah, it was at a height. And, you know, this is kind of following along and riding along with that, especially because bling was like such a big thing and grills were a thing and, you know, all that all that stuff was a thing back then. So I think... This was like very early on with the accountability, like, culture that ends up very prevalent now. It's just like, who are you supporting? Well, did you know that this person did this, this, and that? Like, where you have to be very knowledgeable on what you kind of support because... If you're not, someone's going to point out all of the issues and they're going to drag you for it. And this was an era where, like, right before this, you were rocking diamonds with no, like, over here's the drug trade, we die from drugs. Over there, they die from what we buy from drugs. Yeah. this And, and, and this is kind of like, this is very Kanye in the sense of, like, he is not preaching at you because he's coming to this realization through like a fault of his own mm-hmm. when whenever it's something like that and then he's saying well you know this is this is what it is and i am a victim of it or i am a participant in it you know i'm not innocent here but this is what it is and i'm wrong too right but you're also wrong but you also wrong too so if i'm wrong we all wrong together <laughs> facts b not the only one wrong <laughs> So I think that's like, and and even like uh, even uh, was it all falls down, where off he his first one off his first one where uh, was it all falls down where he's talking about um, where he's talking about his insecurities. Mm-hmm. We all insecure. I'm just the yeah, first to admit it. Things we buy to cover up what's, what's inside. inside. Make me hate ourselves and love their wealth. Yeah, exactly. Like where the ball is at. Like he's like he said, and then uh, he had he had another line in uh, I can't remember what song it is right now where he's talking about how he's so insecure that like he has that's why I got this giant jersey on or what what, what was was the same song that was the same song right yeah that was earlier in the verse so it's like he hits it with like you know this is like his the first two verses were about how. This this single mom is struggling to make ends meet, and you know, and she's struggling between like wanting to, you know, buy these things and the material wealth mm-hmm. that's being pushed in front of her, and actually, yeah, and actually, you know, progressing forward and progressing her life forward, and then it goes to him, and he's like recapping everything, but saying, you know, I'm that person too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, he's pointing out the, the... He's talking about, like, a, a woman in college. Right. She has no idea what she's doing in college. The major in that... The major that she major in don't make no money. But she won't drop out her parents and look at her funny. Which, again, I love this, like, social critique. Well, I don't know how we got back on this last album. 
But the social critique on the education system, it was so cool. Right. So, like, that's kind of like a theme, the way he does that. Mm -hmm. Um, Couldn't afford a car, so she needed a daughter, Alexis. Right. Single black female addicted to retail. Well. (laughs) So, but I noticed that, like, Diamonds of Sierra Leone is, like, that same thing on this album where the remix, because really the, the original song... He's not really talking much about the actual, um, the actual conflict diamond issue. Mm-hmm. That's on the remix where he really talks about that, um, and the and the music video, which is like, which is like chilling. Yes, with the kids, and it's black and white, and he's on the piano. Yeah, <laughs> symbolism. Um, yeah. So this next bullet point I had, he. Uh, this is where they really start looking at Kanye as far as like a like a critique and a, as a critic and um, getting very experimental. And he collaborated with a film score composer, John Brian, 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 probably. Yeah. And he served as the album's co-executive producer for several of the tracks. And Kanye got exposed to him through uh, watching Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I think that's a Jim Carrey movie, like one of his more like serious works. And so when questioned if his presence made late registration any less hip hop, John Bryan replied, there are colors and ideas that make the album different from average hip hop. But Kanye is already different from the average hip hop guy. He's got the sense of pop record making, which is really solid and he likes tracks with a lot of things going on in them, which is not necessarily common for hip-hop. He was already barking up that tree. This is definitely not just a hip-hop album, but is also by no means overly arty or non-hip-hop. I don't think it's a weird record by any means. Which I thought this was very interesting, because now especially when we talk about this, this like idea of non-hip-hop, and even back then to me, it's just like bullshit what was just yeah. actually said right there. Because it's trying to take the credibility. I, I feel like that statement took a lot of credibility out of hip-hop. Or at least was trying to in the sense of it being a true art form. Yeah, but at the same, in the same point, this reply is asked with the, with the expectation that hip-hop is this already. So like the question in itself begs you to to think that already so i think this response to it is saying just because it's orchestral or it's not mainstream overt what you would think Mm hip-hop is normally doesn't mean it's not hip-hop okay so to me to me i don't know exactly how this was um how this was asked or by who it was asked or what the general consensus at the time was to for people to ask this question but in my thought is um, in 2005 like what, what, what songs around 2005 that were that were like mainstream big mainstream songs you know mainstream or just like hip hop big hip hop mainstream songs like uh, I don't know just like a little friend. bit could be said lose control which you want to talk about like experimental like just crazy right but it is very much a hip hop song yeah uh, candy shop right <sighs> Hate it or love it. Exactly. Like, none of those fit late registration, really. Grind on it. Oh, Jesus. 
So like I think that's I think that's where yeah. this reply is coming from. So uh, that's kind of that's kind of what I thought about it, and um, you know, well, it's it's how, all right. Sorry, I was getting mad, but I understand. <laughs> Never mind. Um, I was gonna say, how is Feel Good Inc. listed under two thousand and five hip hop songs? That's a hip hop verse. Yeah. <laughs> I digress. Because <laughs> Lupe did a remix for it. Yes. Uh, so anyway, my songs from late registration, um, I went with Heard Him Say, Touch the Sky, mostly because Lupe Fiasco, <clears throat> Roses, which is one of my favorite songs, um, Diamonds of Sierra Leone remix on the original, um, We Major, and Gone. I love We Major. We Major? We Major? Because it's like he's asking it the whole time. It's like, We Major? We made you. So let me see. Like when I'm looking at your list, I think the only one I didn't pick is We Made You. Yeah, I I'm, added I a couple. Yeah, because. But I, I I wasn't like overly like fond of We Made You. Like it was there. It was a good album. I didn't. I didn't. I don't think it's an amazing song. I just like it. Oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah. That's, that's completely fine. That's, that's kind of where I'm at. It was just like it was good. It was there. Just yeah. it didn't like speak to me in the way that it speaks to you. Well, it's it's ridiculously repetitive, mm-hmm. which is kind of what like is why I know it's not a good song. But it just I just it like speaks. right. Yeah. So I put heard him say, which was that was the collaboration with uh, Adam whatever from Maroon Five. Right? Yeah. That video is so freaking good. That's like the draw, like yeah. the etchings and yeah. whatever. That that whole song and what it did and just it being like one of the first like pop Kanye songs. When you think about right. it. Right. But it's because Jesus it's so, Walks was popular. Yeah. yeah. But it was still what would we would think of as a hip hop or a rap song. Yeah, I've like heard him say it was heard him say it's and, a and lot. they talk about Kanye going from like this very punchy rap vibe to this orchestral sound and like right, did, but like the orchestral stuff was there. It was there, but it wasn't like a, they even talk like about new workout plan. They even talk about late registration. His word choice, he tried to gravitate away from punchier words, whereas more. Percussion, like yeah. bah, da, 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 and he yeah. just allowed it to to flow a little more, like he, writing the music more. Yeah, and that's what he like tried to work on with this album. So I think heard him say it was a really good way to like turn into pop. You know, it's funny you say that, and then crack music is on this album. Is that crack music? But so I did heard him say touch the sky because Lupe, of course. Um, which is crazy because I like that song came out. I loved it. Didn't recognize Lupe as Lupe at that moment. Yeah, well, that's like that. That was Lupe's first like mainstream like appearance. Right. And it's crazy. So I remember getting into Lupe Fiasco and then going back and listening later. Just, <gasps> He's on the album. He's on the album. <laughs> uh, Drive slow. I did like Drive dun, slow. Dun. I just that was a really fun like I think experiment yeah. that Kanye did. Uh, my way home. I liked my way home, but I wasn't crazy about it. But it is a, it is a good song. I I think for me it's 
he does a really cool like never come home again. like that that yeah. whole like it's, he'll do that his... every once in a while where he gets this like real bluesy like yeah and I just enjoyed it crack music again the punchier thing but um the subject matter for that song right is that really that's funny. what I really it it really it's it's that, that way song on purpose. At that time in my yeah. life was very important because it had a lot to do with me questioning things yeah. and me being very like stand up like I don't think this is right let's talk about this you don't want to talk about this while I'm gonna be in your face about it uh, roses obviously because again I was just like you tell my mom if my grandma was in the NBA then everything would be okay like yeah. again just like challenging like are you guys not witnessing this like Kanye right. was woke ish Kanye is Kanye was woke right back then I don't know I don't you know, I don't know but I don't. back then back then I mean the first, his first two albums show clearly that he is I mean you're talking about about these different things I mean it, it there's no way you couldn't, like, the woke really wasn't a word back then, or like yeah. a phrase to be used back then, but that's kind of what, that's kind of what this is, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, Roses, what is it, uh, where are you talking about? Can you sign some t-shirts? Biscuits, you smoking weed reefer? You don't, don't see, see that we hurt? <laughs> Again, but you hit that, like, really cool, like, gospel shit there. Yeah. Love it. Um, hey mama, uh, I remember I made like a little like PowerPoint slideshow music thing for my mama Mother's Day with the hey mama like song. She fucking loved it. Uh, <laughs> but no, it was such a, I love, I love that. Again, I think when we talked about Jay-Z, I talked about how I enjoy like people becoming like very open and like exposed and uh, vulnerable and hey mama was just like, I'm a mama's boy, like fuck you heard like we all mama's boys look how strong these women have been for us i think that was a cool cool nod to that and then gone gone is so good <sighs> gone that last verse and gone is so good and of course the cameron <laughs> kill a cam kill a who kill a cam hustle up grind a gorilla march into the poop Oh, Cameron. I can't wait for the camera. Kill a cam. Ah, kill a cam. We're going to do a camera? No. <laughs> no. Like, what are we going to do? Laugh the whole time? <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, moving on to graduation, which is 2007. So, two years later now. A whole two years later now. You know, getting crazy over two. here. Uh, would you like to hit us with your Tylerpedia? Tylerpedia. Lyrically, the record is introspective in comparison to its predecessors. West dedicated much of his songwriting towards analyzing himself and conveying an ambivalent outlook on his newfound fame and media scrutiny alongside providing inspirational messages of triumph directed at all listeners. So this is like graduation. This is where... Is this the Taylor Swift incident? Mm, no, I, no, that, no. That would be come in 2000, like right before... That's right after... 808s. That's in yeah. between 808s and My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So, why was he getting scrutinized at this point? I'm trying to remember. What was he doing? He was... Oh, you know what? Um, I don't know. No, because I thought his mom died after graduation. Mm, 
or like around that time because it was before 808 808s and heartbreaks was his like well 808s was not it was partially because his mom died but it's because his mom died and his fiance left him right and that's what the album is really based on so it was sometime between there I don't remember but but I, I just don't remember what he was going through at this time like uh I mean for graduation I mean like it, it, it's, it is mostly about, you know, now, now that he's made it, mm-hmm. kind of how he feels about things and, uh, you know, about the success and kind of looking back on it, like with Champion, that's kind of what he did. Uh, you know, kind of reminiscing about how, you know, these different things, how he got here. Uh, but I loved Graduation because, like, to, like for me, it was kind of like, the, this is like the nostalgia love where I like a lot of the songs and I know it's not as good as his mm-hmm. first two albums, but I just like it because of a nostalgic, like it just feels nostalgic to me, all the songs. Right. Because at this point is when I was like heavily starting to get into music mm-hmm. more. So I was seeing all this. This is the first time I was seeing it as it came. So um, this was an interesting time. I loved it because it was, he went head to head with 50. Yeah. And killed 50. <laughs> And this is when everyone was like, you can't go up against 50? This is 50. He's going to murder Kanye. He's going to massacre him. Right. Well, that was the album, right? <laughs> uh, With the drawn on six pack. Yeah. And it was just like, I remember, and I'm a stan. Like, I love Kanye. Like, up until this point, I was like, Kanye, I can Kanye, give you all Kanye. the Kanye info. Let, let's yeah. go. There was only one person I think in high school that could go against me, and that was Alan. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh God! <laughs> let's not even go there yet because, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Kanye a genius. What are you talking about? You don't even know. He's so good. You, y'all, y'all have no idea how much of a genius he is. He's so b- b- ahead of y'all. I was like, oh Jesus, Alan Cardigan. Uh, anyway, my songs off of the graduation, one, the graduation, graduation, once again, it was kind of like a lot of them I could have listed, but... Yo, you went a lot heavier than I did on this album. Yeah, so like, Good Morning is one of my favorite songs, just because of the beat. I, I agree. Just, I, I just love that song. Um, Champion, really good, really good, plus I love the, uh, the, uh, the music video. Um... I wonder another really good song and to I me. I wonder. Just yeah, just the beat there, mm. the sample is very very good. Can't tell me nothing. <laughs> and I wonder. And then uh, can't tell me nothing. Of course, flashing lights. And then everything I am. Everything I'm not made me everything I am. Yeah, that is such a good song. Just- that whole everything like everything I'm not made me everything I am. Again, that social consciousness, yeah. just to like even like think about what he's actually saying. Like to me, at least, the way I've always interpreted it was just like when I think of everything I'm not makes me everything I am, and I think about the climate when I think about who he is, where he grew up. So you're talking about a black guy in Ch- South Side Chicago, right? And that's another thing he. He consistently brings up the issues of Chicago, the murder rate, you know, the issue. Yeah. And and about how the, you know, these guns, they put the guns there. 
you know, we're killing ourselves because they put crack, they put the guns there. Right. Like, and, yeah, crack music when he talks about guns, when he talks about everything, he's just like, how do you think this stuff got in here? Again, well, right. So, like, I yeah, the that that's something that sticks out because that's something that's once again he talks about it, and I think he talked about that in um, two words. Mm-hmm. Um, and not know, to bring it back to not to bring it back to out again, yeah, but to bring but, it back to college. No, let's leave the last song on your list though for when we get there because that one's the most fascinating song to me on this whole album. Okay, okay. So, uh, why don't so you go with ahead? me, I'll go back to Good Morning because it's just a how how strong of a start to an album. He consistently just started albums off like I'm gonna get your attention and you're gonna want to stick through it because if I can do it this good right away. Imagine what I do at the end. Right. And then I wonder. <laughs> he, he just always got one of those catchy like songs that you, you hum to or you just find yourself. It's, I found myself with a lot of albums. You hit like all this hype shit and then you get to a slower song and you just pass it. But I always found this song being one of those things that I just like got lost in. And like a hit to that song and like I mellowed out and I just started and I just continued listening. I was yeah. just like, yeah, I'm in this. I'm in this moment. Um, Everything I Am. I love the glory. I do like that song. <laughs> but I finally found the lyric from Everything I Am that, there I, you go. that I was trying to get to. Because they want gun talk or I don't wear enough baggy clothes, Reeboks or Adidas. <laughs> Like and, and and that right there is he's talking he's talking about well you know this is what they want this is what the mainstream rap you know this is what they want me to be and I'm yeah. not that. Well, you talk about again being a pioneer and like kind of allowing that start of conversation or that persona to exist, and then next thing you know it comes out with Lupe Fiasco, dumb it down. Yeah, Lupe. <laughs> Lupe. <laughs> I'm That's just, gonna be a four so hour episode. For that episode, it's just gonna be Chris. It's just a, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's gonna be Chris talking. I'm gonna be like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, and in his mixtape in 2002. <laughs> Yo, he killed mixtapes. His mixtape, mix yeah. King. My goodness, yeah. We oh. Okay, uh, we're on kind of. Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> we're on kind of. All right. But, okay, all right. so homecoming. Homecoming. Hands down, one of my favorite nods to hip hop that Kanye ever did. Like, to. Spoiler alert. If you haven't le- listened to I Used to Love Her, this was a mirror comparison to that song. Structurally, like, it's, it's not a secret. He took that song and ran with it. I'm gonna use this, not in a Drake way. Right. But in an actual creative, holy shit, did someone just do that type of way? Because he took a song that talked about hip-hop and personified hip-hop as a woman and, and personified hip-hop as this love interest and, and all these things that came to be with hip-hop. Right. And then turned it into something that he loved and helped build him and helped build him towards hip-hop, which was Chicago. And just this, and it is the double entendre because it's not just hip hop when he's talking about it. it is the city too. My name is Wendy, and I like to brew trees. And ah, oh, it's just from that point I never, never blow her off. Come from out of town, they like to show off, they like to act tough. 
Straighten up the ass because you know they soft. soft. Why do we say that like Cameron? Because he kind of soft. He, he kind of had a Cameron flow with this, <laughs> but it was so it, it was so much fun just to listen to it. And like you, if you really listened to the song the first time around, you started like picking up like the Windy City, Windy. Yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah. You, you were picking up on all this stuff, and you know he was oh this is. He's gonna be talking about Chicago, and then like once you started doing like deeper dives into hip hop, you're just like, this song is genius. Yeah, like Plus, graduation. Like when you're talking about, the, he's calling this album his graduation. Like this was his case study into the hip hop world. And now he's just finished his dis- dissertation. Like he's he's yeah. graduating, and like to like kind of cap it off with that type of song, which was that this is where my research has like where I'm coming from. Like I'm coming from the common sense. You know, I'm just like, I, I understand what was before me and now I'm going. Yeah, and it's uh, so well done too because even sonically, it's just an amazing beat. Yeah, video was so Video great. was great. It's just, yeah, that was, that, that what a great way to end, to end the album on. Great song to end the album on? Yeah. Very, very good. <laughs> Approved. Approved. Hypnotoad. <laughs> oh man, but now we get into uh 808s and Heartbreak. A, p- a pivotal album. 808s and Heartbreak. Tylerpedia. Tylerpedia conceived in the wake of several distressing personal events. 808s and Heartbreaks marked a major musical departure from West's previous rap records. Instead, featuring a sparse electronic sound and West singing through an auto, auto-tune vocal processor. I apologize for any of these ghastly, like, bodily functions that are coming out of me, us. I appreciate you. it. Uh, because unlike most episodes, we decided to have a whole-ass meal before going into this. So, pardon. Um... For this album, they, they discuss his lyrics exploring themes of loss, alienated fame, and heartache, while the album's production abandons conventional hip-hop sounds in favor of a minimalist sonic palette, which includes prominent use of the titulator... <laughs> titular. <laughs> Roland Titular. Titular, titular, Tyler. Titular. <laughs> I'm focusing on the first three letters. <laughs> Sorry, I am distracted. Um, the TR-808 drum machine. Um, I can't remember. This might be the album, or maybe it was Yeezus. One of these albums, he decided at a very last minute, I think it was Yeezus, he decided to bring Rick Rubin on very last minute and deconstruct all of the musical elements and really rip it apart and make it very bare bone. It was either Yeezus or uh, 808. Because... Welcome to Heartbreak on 808. There was remember there's a leaked version of it that right. had that didn't have all the the piano on it and all the extra stuff. It was just like the very bare bone. Yeah. Doom, 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 doom. Yeah. And then like the the one on the album has it has all the uh, piano on it. Piano. Sorry, that was can't be. Anyways. <laughs> Anyway, I you know uh, I think it was Jesus. Eight oh eight and heartbreak. Like when it came out, I remember we were in tenth grade. I believe. Yeah. I remember this came out. I was like, nah. 
See, I was different. I I liked it. Oh, and nah. I remember like it came out and then like a week later I was in a, the graphic design class at Reading High. We literally just screwed around in uh we literally just screwed around in uh, Photoshop for 45 minutes. How did that not take this <laughs> class? Anyway, this this dude in there was talking like he was in there just ranting about Kanye West and about how like he's like only Kanye can do this, only Kanye can do this, and it wasn't Alan Dorsonville. So, it was, <laughs> and he's like, Kanye's a genius, man. He's a genius, bro. Only Kanye could do this. He said this and wasn't Alan. This was not. Who was this? Some uh, some kid that was uh, like two grades above, a grade or two above us. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was like just going in on like you know, no one could do this except Kanye. In a in a way, at the time, I mean, I mean, yeah, he's yeah. Great. Like because he can't he can't sing. Kanye can't sing. He cannot sing. I mean, this was like, and this around is, the same time. Like I think T Pain had just came out. Yeah, but T Pain can sing. Yes. Kanye cannot sing. So T-Pain uses auto-tune, but he can sing. Right. Whereas Kanye, the auto-tune does not help. It just but points he, out. Auto-tune but if he you're makes not a work. singer. Auto-tune yeah. if you're not a singer points out the fact that you are not a singer. <laughs> it took quite a few people a while to figure that out, Lil Wayne. But... Uh, <laughs> Um, Can we get like a little like sound effect? (laughs) Yeah, what is that? Do you listen to Joe Budden at all? Yeah. They use that. So so ridiculous. But uh, yeah, you know, I think for that fact, Kanye knew that. And he's so good musically that he can put out an album where he sings 90% of the time in autotune and it doesn't sound terrible. Mm-hmm. Like so that's like the amazing part of it to me. Uh my songs on it were Say You Will. I agree. Uh Welcome to Heartbreak. I agree. Heartless. I agree. Love Lockdown. I agree. Street Lights <gasps> and Coldest Winter. Okay. So we have the equal amount of songs except for you went Coldest Winter. I did. I did I omitted that and replaced it with Paranoid. I like Paranoid. I, it's okay. One, I think Rihanna's in the music video, so it's automatically in for me. <sighs> Jesus. She is a goddess. She is goddess. Uh, <laughs> blaspheme. Um, <laughs> blaspheme. You blasphemer. No, I just, it, it, it was cool. I, I always add Paranoid to my like uh, Halloween playlist because it has that like eerie, like, yeah. that feel doing that laughing that's in like the just creepy laugh that's in it I, I Paranoid is probably my favorite song actually off of this album Paranoid it's pretty good I just see a whole story when I listen to it that's fair I just think sonically it's not my cup of tea mm-hmm. I don't think it's bad it's just not my cup of tea like I wouldn't go back and listen to it again I think for me being the, the movie song. person yeah. that I am I see that, like, if I close my eyes and he, he wasn't even singing on that or anything yeah, yeah. and I just listened to that, I would be taken on a journey. And that's how I look at that song. And that's why it's my favorite album. I fucked with Love Lockdown, crazy. I think Love Lockdown, to me, almost a loud runaway. 
Yeah. To be a thing. And that's just how I've like connected the two. Because I think that was like his early play with with that type of like sonic like I don't know. Yeah, that, but that, that mu- but that music, yeah, that 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 beat is just like what Runaway or Love Lockdown. Love Lockdown. Yeah. With the drums. Oh, yeah. yeah. Amazing. But uh I think my f- hmm either Streetlights or Coldest Winter would probably be my favorites off of that. Um it's because, I don't know, I feel like, was I going through stuff at that time? You know, dumb stuff at that time, probably. But like, I just, like what we were just talking about at the bar where I was like, <laughs> I can't have a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> well, just like, how, like something can get like, currently what you're going through seems like such a big thing. And I said, now as time, a parent, yeah. look, like if I had to deal, deal with any, like not just a daughter, but any, any uh, child was going through something that they seem to be this like earth shattering like monumental moment in their life it's like I don't know how I can sympathize I think I'd just be there cracking up and I think that's awful <laughs> I, mean, I, I, just, I think this says a lot about me um, right but the, like that's like, this, like you know yeah, it, 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 I probably school, didn't like, yeah, the high like school what's going on in your issues life. which really don't amount to a hit of beans yeah, what, what year is that 2010 so that was 08 Oh shit! I'm like, oh wait, so like 08-09, you know, 0809 like time frame. So this is like, one. So this is I don't I don't know, but uh, I just think uh, I think like I remember listening to some of these songs like feeling down and most of Kid Cudi's first album. I love Kid Cudi's first album. Yeah. Which. Kid Cudi heavily inspired this album. Which in turn... Which in turn inspired basically what mainstream hip-hop feels like today, or at least large elements of it. It was definitely yeah, the base. The base of it. So, a.k.a. Kid Cudi is the godfather of modern hip-hop. We I rest our case. That's how I see it. <laughs> Where's my gavel? Oh, sorry. <laughs> we gotta get our producer on this. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I think 808s and Heartbreak really was uh, pivotal for the way. But what are you doing? No, it's pivotal, right? Yeah. What were you going to say? This is when Taylor Swift comes into the the mix. You mean with the whole, like, I'm going to let you finish thing? Yeah, isn't that? I don't know, probably. When did he do that? I don't know. That was a great moment in my life. I don't know, but why you, why why <laughs> you why are you why are you screwing around with that? Um, twenty ten, my was. beautiful dark twisted fantasy definitely was. <laughs> <laughs> um, this album, this album for me was like I didn't like it that much at first, but it grew on me to the point where I go back and it was like. Oh, that song was on that album? Oh, that song was on that album? Oh, that song was on that album? I was like, I didn't realize, like, at first. When this album came out, I was 100% behind this album. You know why? It was because the album came out, and then everyone and their grandma was raving about it right away. Like, it was... This was, like, the start of, like... I'm gonna overplay the shit on the, like, radio, too. Yeah, and that's part of it, too. Like, power... You know what? Yeah, Alan Dorsaville ruined my beautiful dark twist of fantasy for me because he sat next to me in my calculus class, and at and first period, you know, at eight in the morning or whatever it is, he is just 
He won't shut up about power and how much of a genius Kanye West is for power. And the music video is so genius and it's so next level. The music and video is whack. <laughs> Where like the slow motion zoom out of everything. Whack. Well, don't 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 let. I'm saying those facts. So I had to listen to that. And at that point, I was just That's like... That's so much worse than having to listen to, like, Open Letter or something like that. Sometimes. Uh, like, I'd, I'd probably go with that one, to be honest with you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Music journalists, going back to Tylerpedia, have noted the album features a maximalist aesthetic and opulent production quality with elements of West's previous works. Including soul, baroque, electro, and symphonic styles, as well as progressive rock influences. Thematically, the content explores West's status as a celebrity, consumer culture, race, and the idealism of the American dream. Beautiful. I think this album is a lot about his vices. Yep. And how... um, It starts with the artwork. Exactly. It's Exactly. It's shocking. It's... It's red. Yeah, exactly. It's in your face. It's aggressive. It's blaspheme. And <laughs> but while still maintaining religious elements. Of course. But it's just he he's speaking, it's it's this monster. It's his it's the monster it's of the thing. And as much as I don't twisted fantasy. I just and it's beautiful and it's dark. It's mine. As much as I'm not a big fan of Monster, the song, probably because of its radio appeal mm-hmm. and Nicki Minaj's stupid freaking verse. <laughs> Alright, you have to, before we get into any other things, we're, we're going to talk about that real quick because it, I think it's just a good time to jump into that bias. Because what you, bias? No, because do you do you like Eminem for the same reason too? Like as far as when he does all the different voices, I think we've had this conversation before. Uh, no, You're, I don't think we had. I thought we with had the like Eminem, you, with Eminem. Well, I, I used him as example of being someone who would jump into different voices like that, and because that was I thought part of the conversation about Nikki or the way that she jumps into like that. that I don't know that we ever had that particular piece of the conversation. Oh, okay. Because okay. I'm I'm. It's not with like with Eminem, like it's not quite as. I don't know that it, I don't know that I I like it, you know. That, that's what I meant. I thought you, you said know, that it wasn't just that type of thing. Isn't your cup of tea? It just yeah, it just isn't this whole changing of the voices to the like to the point where it's kind of like it, it's almost it like to me it like I'm trying to make this punchier than the right. than the lyrics actually are, and. Also, it just sounds annoying. Right. That's all I wanted to cover um, real quick is that I just wanted to make sure that was a known thing. So when we go in and talk about while that might not be like a common knowledge and why, like, I just wanted to know why don't you like that? Well, and I like someone going, nah, 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 nah. exactly. <laughs> Does anyone like that? Nah, 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 nah. Anyway, my songs are Dark Fantasy. I do like power, all of the lights, of course, all the lights, awesome. So appalled. I'm so appalled. Spalding ball. Oh, <laughs> uh, and run away. <laughs> and run away, of course. Oh, this is where I went OD on my like track list. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. 
Dark Story. What the fuck was I saying? Dark Fantasy. Dark Fantasy. <laughs> dark Story. I know that was that pause. I was like, what? Yeah, Dark Fantasy. Uh, gorgeous. That's the one with Kid Cudi, I think. Yeah, it is. That was insane. Uh, so appalled. I was not a fan fan of Power. I think it was the overplay that just I just could not stand it. Anymore. I heard it before it was overplayed, and I liked it. And then like I just stopped listening yep. to it. Uh, all the lights just. Uh, I can still hear the dun, 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 like the, the dun, ah I just can't even yeah it, it just irks me oh now. I thought you I thought you were gonna say oh but but Rihanna yeah that's the only part I like about it Jeez, okay. keep going <laughs> run away to me like I like songs that build like that like Death Cat for Cutie does a a song like that where it's like I think. The cut down version's like seven to eight minutes, but the actual version's like eleven minutes. Yeah, inter- this is like a nine. It, and Runaway is what nine, it nine and a half. Introduces every single instrument one by one. It's a cannon. Just yeah, blah, blah, yeah blah. just one by one. And and that's how it starts. It's just that piano. It just yeah. it's so freaking. It's mesmerizing. Like I, I, every time that came on, and then the visual piece that they put. With it, with the like the ballerinas and just the urban and just freaking and the Pusha T verse, right? <laughs> it was, astounding, yeah, astounding, beautiful, tremendous, hell of a life, blame game, blame game was a good one. Blame, blame game. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think was John Legend on that. That yeah, was John, John Legend, Legend. Yeah. and I'm a huge John Legend fan. Lost in the World, which is Bon... Bon, bon Iver. Iver. Bon, bon Iver. Yeah. Bon Iver. Bon Iver. Which was the introduction for me to him. And I'm not even crazy about him. I thought I would be after yeah. listening to that song. I was like, oh, this is... Lost in the World. It starts off... like Just the how it builds up Musically, for me is just like incredible. I don't like it for like the lyrics or anything. It's just a build. And who will survive in America... Again, I like his social commentaries on stuff, and that just felt like a quick one. It, it's not necessarily again to me even the song. Yeah, just as much as a commentary. Yeah, it's just commentary. Yeah, and I think uh, this album just quickly before we move on. Um, yeah, kind of musically, what? Take a time. We don't have to go into Jesus. Like <laughs> musically, this album kind of like went uh, went back to his first two in terms of um, the sound of it, and I think moving more on the orchestral stuff and then uh, he still had some of everything that he's done in the past mm. but uh, I think this was like a compilation like it was it, everything was brought together all these different styles and it, and it works pretty well and that's why a lot of people think that's this is his best album I don't think that but it is a good album it's great I just I'm biased to the college dropout same bro it's just Again, because even if you're going to compare this to College Dropout... They're two very different They're two albums. very different albums, but if you're going to say which one's mo- more like cohesive, which feels that it's in, tot- in totality about itself. Like, it, it encompasses... Like, if you listen to this song, you can see how it relates to every other song. But see, here, here's where... And I'm going to play devil's advocate. Do it! Ad- advocating for the, you know... This album. Um, you talking about the vices again? The, well, exactly. It's supposed to be all over the place. It's not supposed to follow a path. It's supposed to go off in all these different directions because it's meant to be chaotic in a way. 
So in that think, sense, I, it's cohesive. I, I, I think in, for that sense, that's what Kanye's albums are. Like, ever since this? Yeah. Yeah. Ever since. But, yeah, but I think that, at least here, it was intentional. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other, his first, like, Khaled's Dropout follows... Right. And, a, and I get it from an play, artistic you know? like aspect that well, what you're saying there. I just still think that when you, at the end of the day, you put the album down and you start playing it, like as much as this is supposed to be chaotic, to its detriment, then I I don't feel it creates a total vibe of an album. And it's just, again personal taste. Well, your personal taste. Well, fuck what you heard. <laughs> it's, just, it's what you hear. <laughs> Moving on to. To Jesus in 2013. Which, would you say this would be where people could start to say that he hates Jesus? Now, why would you think that? The name? Oh, see, I haven't connected that part. But here, go ahead. Alright, so Tyler Pedia says Jesus's, Jesus, Con Jesus's 2013 album, Jesus. Has been characterized as West's most experimental and sonically abrasive work. That is factual. Right. Um, I think... Which yeah. leads to your songs. We'll just jump right into that. Well, I actually agree with your list, so okay. it works out I just would like to point out that your list says blank. <laughs> <laughs> I got to this part in the notes and I was just like... Yeah. I, I've been... Partially basing my list off of what he had to say and seeing how mine compares, and he has nothing. Did he forget this album? Well, no, he couldn't forget this album. He put the album down. He wrote the notes. <laughs> so, hey, I, what do you want from me? <laughs> I want everything. Uh, so, I wrote it down as Black Skinhead, New Slaves, and Blood on the Leaves. And it was funny because when we were at the bar previous to this talking about it, you, as I said them, you were like, you could pretty much guess what my three were going to be just based off of what this album was. Because your thoughts on the album? Messy. Crazy. I understand what he was trying to do. I just didn't like it. Nope. But he... It, the I'm... I'm me, so I don't give a fuck if he's going to be comparing comparing himself to being a god or that, if, if it's blaspheme or whatever right. you might think, which I don't think it is it's really, but... Multiple times throughout the album, he even like talks about the fact, like, even when I originally looked at it and I was trying to figure out what, like, what people could be talking about in terms of like him saying he hates God, because what, he wrote a song called I Am A God? Right. So he say, I'm the rap god. People don't. Well, some people will say that's blasphemous towards. But he even talks about and like in the album, even he talks about blasphemy in that light way. He even talks about how he might be seen as this, but he also talks about how he recognizes God, God. Right. I think he has a conversation with God. He does. So I, yeah, I. When someone comes out, especially Kanye, because he's very arrogant. Mm -hmm. People don't want to like him, so they find every single reason to not like him. And I think this is one of the... There's a lot of reasons that not you might like not him. like Kanye West yeah, the person. I might agree with a lot of those reasons. Yeah, but this isn't one of them. Right. I don't think. I have never thought... And so, I mentioned I was going to drag people last album. Uh, last album. Yeah, we'd be dropping albums. Last podcast. And you know what? I won't drop names. All right? All but right. I will drag the concept. 
saw on Instagram a post basically saying, did anybody hate Kanye because he hated God? Because I know I did. And then after his most recent work, you know, I learned I, I was uh, falling short of my religion and, and my ways. And, you know, uh, I've grown to like him and everything because he has found God. Bullshit. Yeah. And I'm not talking bullshit of Kanye finding God. I was like, when the fuck did he lose God? Show me one body of work where he did not outrightly say, God is my savior. Or my thing was, the tone was that he was never there. And that's something you can't say. Right. And it's like, to me, that, you know, I'm... There are are many signs throughout all of his albums where Kanye is very truthful about his shortcomings... As, as a person. Right. But one, he can admit it. And two, he still aligns himself with Christianity. Right. He'll always talk about it. He always... So, I'm sorry. Where is this guy falling short? Because everyone that's ever preached to me and every reading that I've read says that he admits that he has sinned. He has called upon God as his savior and is wholeheartedly about that he is not perfect even if he's on an album calling himself a god he then also talks about the fact that he is not perfect and here's all these flaws what is my beauty my beautiful dark twisted fantasy about his flaws this is literally what the album's about and so and it's and again and then like even through having a conversation with this person he goes i'm not perfect you know i judged him and all this other stuff and blah 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 i'm just like but that's everything kanye said i just don't understand as a as a criticism of this dude you could go get against him in any way but i just can't stand idly by and just say and just watch you say something about a guy who's clearly in line with that type of ideology now i have a problem with christianity and things like that for multitudes of reasons. One, how trusted can the church actually be with all the shit that goes on within it? Two, it's very hard for me to be like, oh yeah, Christianity is the way, especially when it's like a forced religion upon like my people. Absolutely. Absolutely. So just being like, oh no, Christianity, it's so good. Look at all the teachings. And I was just like, yeah, but is that necessarily my religion? Or is it a forced religion? Like, how, how am I supposed to feel about a religion that was forced upon slaves? How are you supposed to feel about it in general? I mean, Christianity. That part. I digress. Yeah. This is not the religious episode. This is episode. not the religious episode, although we... But it was, it was a good time to jump into it. I really don't have much to say about Jesus. Yeah, I didn't like it that much. Like, your list with Black Skinhead, New Slaves, and Blood on the Leaves. Most important songs off the album, in my opinion. Yeah, and you know that that that's really it. Um, yeah, Jesus. Moving on to Life of Pablo. This is funny. Okay, so this is sort of off of the Tylerpedia. Like I I read through it and it wasn't necessarily like one line that I was able to take away, but it was reading through all of the critiques of the album. Uh-huh. Basically, came down to this statement. Life of Pablo was designed to sound like a work in progress. And that it sounds like. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it sounds like this. And uh, I, it, the album was okay to me. I found myself I liked, liking more songs than I thought I would. I agree with that, but 
it was kind of it, it, it yeah that it sounded like a work in progress and it sounded like it wasn't done and it sounded like there were things that just kind of this is like he's not really rapping about anything or really saying much of anything to me to really hold my attention like he yeah. has his points and he's trying to hit the points but to me they don't deliver um and that's kind of why the album to me is just okay and i can't really i like the songs i like and a lot of it has to do with how they sound um because I don't feel like he really said anything that was profound enough for me to really get behind. Like, he was just kind of lashing out slash, you know, saying shocking shit to say it. Um, and kind of, I think this is where he was probably at his lowest mentally. I mean, just look at the artwork alone. Yeah. Right. So, um, Life of Pablo, uh, my songs would be Ultralight Beam. Uh, Father Stretch My Hand Part 1 because Part 2 is not his song. I don't care that transition though. Oh, the transition. Fantastic. Was he a DJ now? Making a mixtape? Making a a street mixtape? And he killed that shit. Lord. Uh, Feedback um, and then No More Parties in LA. Yeah, it's a miss. It's a... What was that last one? Oh yeah, Fade is on there. That's a good song too. <laughs> Alright. I would have to say I agree with Ultralight Beam. As well as Father Stretch My Hands Part 1 and Part 2 for that transition though. Into Not His Song. I don't give a fuck. Jeez. Uh, I'm going to skip over that one for now and I agree with Feedback. I like Frank's tracks at like little 38, like second, like I think, was that Ocean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was dope. That was really dope. No more parties in LA and Fade. But I have to give props to the song Famous. Oh my God. Because he made that bitch famous. (laughs) All right. Disclaimer for anybody who might know, but fuck Taylor Swift. Oh yeah. Fuck Taylor Swift. All right. So that's why I, you know, I, I find Famous pretty good we might have to do a whole Taylor Swift episode it might It'll, be like a no, minute it might no, have to be a minute no. just let me drag her for a minute no no she's the worst she is she is she's absolutely the worst and uh, I think people give her too much rope like oh yeah her. they do they give her too much leeway um, she's trash she's absolute trash <laughs> I don't know why we're glorifying this person for, like, essentially dating people just to make breakup songs. Yeah, that... And then she's, like, one of the fakest motherfuckers out. She really is. She tried copy... No, she did copyright a couple phrases, like, Shake It Off or some shit like that. And it's like, oh, hold up, Mariah Carey never existed? Right. Like, fuck out of here. So fuck Taylor Swift, and let's go on to the next album. All right, moving on to yes. Because fuck what you heard. Tylerpedia? I'm really fucking pissed off right now. Uh, The overall reception of sounding like the album was unfinished. That was a copy. Like, I didn't write that. I copied that. I kind of agree with that, though. It's kind of like... It's very... It's very... uh, It's very short. Right? It was mental health, yeah. It was but like, it's it, 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 it's but it's all about it's all about his mental health and which was perfect. I so think it was perfect for like, it, what he was trying to do. Yeah, 
I just didn't feel it. Right. Yikes is really the only song that I liked. I'm like yikes, all mine and no mistakes. I, I I just maybe it's my mental health that it like falls in line with with some of the shit, which is scary. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe it's because to me it didn't relate as hard, but mm-hmm. at the same time, like I get what he was trying to do again. Like it 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 has more of that like kind of flipping back and forth and mm-hmm. unsure with himself. I've liked Kanye for the fact that it's never seemed like a regression. It's always seemed about him like his current state and trying to move forward and trying to come to terms with who he is. And so I think that's where I've always appreciated him. So even if I don't like necessarily enjoy an album, I always enjoy seeing that he is in fact I'll say it's, it's never a regression musically. Right. Lyrically. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 But he but he's also somebody who has taken less of an interest in what the lyrics are actually doing in a in a wordplay sense. In a wordplay sense, sense, but he started to use voices as instruments. And I think that's where you also started to see him lose lyrics as a meaningful aspect of a song. Yeah, because now it's just like, it seemed like he'd just be throwing them, he was just throwing them in there, yeah. like, to add to the song. There's a lot of repetitiveness, repetition, if you will. So, at any rate, yeah, Yay to me was okay. Yeah, Yay. Um, that came, that came out, out around the same, t- when he was in the sunken place. Uh, when he made that album with Kid Cudi, the Kids See Ghosts. Yeah. Which I like a few songs off of that. I wasn't crazy about that album. Like, I wanted to be. Like, I wanted to love that album. Yeah, it was okay. It was okay. I so, think I really miss Kid Cudi. Yeah. Well, Kid Cudi be coming out with some stuff here and there. Yeah. So, uh, moving on then to Kanye's brand new album. Brand new? His brand new actual gospel album, because I do remember reading one time um, he referred to Life of Pablo as a gospel album. It's listed under as a gospel album. But that's that's a gospel album like the way like it's it's gospel. It's a gospel hip hop album. Right. Like it's a gospel album the way Chance's album is a gospel album. Right. Like, it's not really a gospel. Well, I agree. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. So, like, but Jesus is King is legit a gospel album. That's for sure. Legitimately a gospel album. Um, I listened to it. I liked it. Once again, because I'm not very religious, I don't really, I'm, I can't really connect with much of what he's saying besides the things about being a good person mm-hmm. um, but it's it but once again it's like it's coming across to me as not preachy in the sense that he's preaching this stuff to you but preachy in a religious sense like I'm sitting down and listening to a sermon and there it kind of loses loses its uh, um, genuineness for me in that sense like I believe that he believes all of this mm-hmm. But so, it doesn't hit me. So I grew up Lutheran, which... Same. Same. Okay. So when I think... I guess I don't think about gospel albums. I, I just think right. about like the 
The hymns. The hymnals. Right. So when I think about religious songs. The hymns. I think I'll always go back to one of my favorites, which is Battle Hymn Republic. (laughs) Glory, glory. (laughs) Glory, glory. Hallelujah. It sounds like a drinking song. (laughs) Glory, glory. Hallelujah. But so, I mean, I enjoyed the album. It's, it wasn't groundbreaking. It wasn't anything special. No. It was like, it was cool. This is a cool nod. But I, I can see how Kanye. someone who does not know anything about Kanye West would listen to this and go, oh my, as a religious, like a overly religious person, go, oh my God, he's saved. This album is so amazing because all he's doing, basically half the album is him just like. The clips is on. First of all, Tyler. <laughs> Did you know that Malice is no longer Malice? He is no Malice. Is that his name, No Malice? Yeah, his name is No Malice. I oh, mean, shit. but that's been since like early 2000s right. when the clips separated because right. No Malice became born again. So it makes sense that the clips are on the album for that reason to me. Like, I was like, oh, No Malice is there. Cool. Nice. Like, that makes that Push makes it. sense. Pusha T's there. He didn't curse, which, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure was Kanye's because I. There are no curse words in this album. Mm-hmm. It's a gospel album, damn it. God damn it. Damn it. <laughs> but uh, so my songs on here, uh, I liked Follow God. That was a good one. Yep. On God was very good to me. Um, and then uh, Use the Gospel because of the clips. I think we had three songs, but I omitted one, switched it out. So it was Follow God, and then I put on Hands On. Instead of on God. And then I said, use the gospel, but because of Kenny G. Fantastic. So we like that song, not because of Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny G killed it. I, I yelled out to my mom. I was like, did you ever think you'd see Kanye West and Kenny G on an album? That's a good point. <laughs> that's funny. But no, that that song was, was really good. Um, so that's the Kanye West discography right there. Um so, Tyler. Yes, Chris. If you were to, for song recommendation, what song would you recommend to someone to introduce them to Kanye? I West? like this because we picked the same album yeah. source, but I chose Never Let Me Down. And I did that for a very specific reason. Don't say Jay-Z. No, oh. because then it wouldn't be a way to introduce them to Kanye. Okay. I was think it, it was his... a good relationship, like, understanding yeah. of this is, like, part of the reason Kanye is Kanye. Okay. Oh, um, I know why. why. I know why. It's, be- it's because of that sermon in the middle of the song. It is. And the reason being is because it's a very important aspect of who Kanye is. That's very fair. And I felt it was very fair to throw that in because it's not only looking at his religious aspect, but it this song is talking about... His grandfather taking his mother to sit at seats where white folks didn't want him to eat. You know, it, it's a very, like, it catalogs it. it. It just really brings in a full circle identification to me of who Kanye West was, is, and is still trying to figure out who he is, I guess. But Yeah, to, that's good. Yeah. To me, I just think there's a lot okay. of elements to it. Okay, I picked... His very opening song, we don't, care. we don't Care, because I think it did, 
its job as good as any other song could have. Mm-hmm. And, and this is literally his first song in his official discography. Yeah. So this is the introduction song. And I think it did an amazing job at that because it gives his rebelliousness. Mm-hmm. It gives his sarcasm by having kids talk about, you know, yeah, singing. Come on, kids, sing. Drug dealing just to get by. Better wave about that motherfucker. Walk your ass on the stage. You gonna slide? You gonna slide across that stage? You gonna pull you? Other other series. Oh yeah. What? What? Just one of my favorite things he ever says is like, you know what? Use a nigga. <laughs> and I don't mean that in no natural. Uh, the skits. No, but All right. uh, yeah. So, what is so your we favorite, don't care. What is your favorite Kanye song? I wrestled with this for a while, and I could still wrestle with this. But I love Good Morning, just because I think, um, it. I I I just I just love the song. I could listen to. It's one of the songs that I could just listen to on repeat, and that's probably why I went with it. But I could. Uh, Roses is also. Uh, Roses could be there too. It's tough. Tough. I went through the wire. I think it's just that's the raw. That's raw Kanye. Like literally raw. Like raw wire. Like I I appreciated the fact that he literally got in this car crash and then as soon as he could he got onto like a track and just like talked about shit. Yeah. I feel that. And so I think, you know, not only from that element, but from what he was actually talking about, which was a lot to do with the the car crash, but just it, there was a lot of energy and truthfulness put into the song and it comes across so evidently. And uh, I gravitate to this. Yeah, that's that's a good one. That's a good one. I could, I, the, the one I have next could also be my favorite song too, but I, I had to put it. Man, the next category, I don't even know if we're going to finish this episode with me because I just don't, I don't think I can do it. So for you, what is the best song lyrically? Lyrically, I'm going to have to go with Gone, but you could also make a, you could also make a case for Brand New if we're just talking about lyrical prowess in a song. And see, I struggled with putting Brand New because it's not his song. It's not his song, but, but it's best. It's his best lyrical lyric. effort, I yeah. think. Because that, because remember, he did that verse for Brand New at the Deaf Comedy Jam as a poem. Yes, and killed it, and he and killed with it, of course. So that, but like gone, like that whole last verse, where um, that whole last verse is so. An ama- such an amazing way to end an album like that's why I have it on the list gone um, I like the whole song of course Killer Cam Killer Who Killer Who alright do you have any favorite lyrics well you have a couple here um, I can go straight through mine real quick you, go, you can go straight through yours uh, the one that I was thinking of was uh, I mentioned earlier from Everything I Am when he's talking about uh uh, what he's talking about, you know, gets the streets up in arms because it's not what he should be talking about. Mm-hmm. And he's, and uh, it's the beginning of the second verse where he's like, 
And I'm back to tear it up. Haters start your engines. I hear them gearing up. People talk so much shit about me at barbershops. They forget to get their hair cut. Hilarious. <laughs> okay, fair enough. The streets is flaring up because they want gun talk. Or I don't wear enough. Reeboks, baggy clothes. Adidos. Adidos. So that's one of my favorite lyrics just off the top of my head right there. Mm-hmm. I like, of course, for all my South Side niggas that know me best, I feel like me and Taylor... Might still have sex. I made that bitch famous. <laughs> Just marvelous. It's like, do you, do you hear that wordplay? No! <laughs> That's the problem. Alright. How about this one? I state the stats to stunt. I don't need to front. I make history every day. I don't need a month. I make black history every day. I don't need a month. That's, see, we could just put that whole verse on here. <laughs> Survey says by the streets according, Kanye just important as Michael Jordan was to the NBA when he was scoring. Ralph Lauren was boring before I wore him. That right there. Yeah. That right there. I'm leaving y'all haters like when Shaq left the Lakers just to heat it up. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that, that whole verse was pretty, pretty yeah, damn good. Pretty fire. Pretty fire. Uh, ooh. Through the wire, so unbreakable. What you thought they call me, Mister Glass? I love that because I love that series, which at the time wasn't a series. That was just Unbreakable, the movie with Bruce Willis and uh, Samuel L. Jackson, which turned into Unbreakable Split Glass trilogy, which was fucking fire. Uh, which wasn't even evident until the end of Split that yeah. that's what it was. So. Split was such a good movie. Split was crazy. Um, what else did I like? Uh, I'm like a fly Malcolm X bot by any jeans necessary. That line. That part. Yeah. That part. Also from that song of was the uh, what was the the valedictorian scared of the future while I hop in the DeLorean. Scared to face the world, complacent career student. Some people graduate, but be still stupid. Here, just mm. read this. That's that's another one of those where yeah, because he was like, uh, where he's taking another shot at the education system. I went to cheesecake, and he was a motherfucking waiter there. Like, yeah, talking yeah. about that whole uh, like concept of all these people that go to school, get this degree, get it in the right major, and then he's out here following his dreams and. Being true to himself and go to like a restaurant and the person that's supposed to be better off and did the right thing has to work that second job or couldn't get a job in his field and is working right. as a waiter. Yeah, that's that that's why I was one of my favorite favorite lines there. Another one, another line. <laughs> Uh, from Gone, where he says, Damn, yeah, it'd be stupid to ditch you. Even your superficial raps is super official. <laughs> I don't know. I just like that a lot. <laughs> I could deep dive into this for a while. I enjoy it. Kanye West is so, I guess they controversial. Bought more jewelry, more Louis V. My mama couldn't get through to me. Oh, was it? He talked about like having that. Dream, you know. Oh, what, is, what was that line? I woke up, I spending on a necklace. Man, so hard not to act reckless. 
Yeah. That that whole verse, which I think is that's off of uh, can't tell me. Yeah, nothing. it's kids. Man, it's so hard not to act reckless. Too much is given, much is tested. Life is uh, <laughs> how you dress up. Yeah, Kanye. We could go on because Kanye is one of those where he 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 just hits points and he hits points. Not really. It's not that it's super lyrically dense, mm-hmm. but. You know, he has something to say and he says it. We at war, we at war with terrorism, racism, but most of all, we, we at war, war with, with ourselves. ourselves. Jesus Walks. Jesus Walks is just an incredible fucking song. Uh, oh, what is it? Got Suits and Cases. Oh, what is that line from Jesus Walks? The lyrics are that's good. Uh, you eat, <laughs> I eat pieces like shit like you for breakfast, huh? You eat, you eat pieces, pieces of, of shit. What's the basis? We ain't going nowhere. We got suits and cases. Yeah, it's a good one. That line for me was just like, wow. Yeah, I like that one. All right, I think that's about a wrap with like Kanye. Yeah, as, as much as it can be at the moment. Um. This was a very fun one for me. This was one I was really excited about getting into. I, I think, you know, we're, we're hitting off on a lot of our, like, introductions into, like, hip-hop. Yeah. Like, first, and getting those out of the way before we dive into anything, like, more, like... New not, or, I was going to say, I was going to say relevant, but that's not the or, case, because Kanye is very relevant. Yeah. Uh, but just, like, the new age, like, the, the, that new gen. That new jab. That now, new jab. Well, we still have one very important person left to do, and that will be a nine-hour dissertation. J. Cole. Got it. That'll be a nine-hour dissertation on Wasulu Jaco. Oh. Drake. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you say his bad. name one more time. Bad. I saw you close your laptop. And I almost did the same. After this, I'm recording this. Episode. Yeah, don't do that. No. Okay, cool. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, make sure that you like, subscribe, and share the podcast. Uh, we are on all the major platforms. Uh, but we're on Instagram, so you can follow us there. Uh, engage with us. Hit us up. Let us know if there's anything that you would like to... Uh, that we didn't mention. Any lines in particular from Kanye that you like that we didn't mention? Maybe for good reason. Good songs, bad songs, things. Yeah. Disagree with us, let us know. Yes, but we thank you for listening, especially you out there in France. Oh my God. Don't understand what that's about. Well, we appreciate you. We. Yeah. Oh, I see what you did that. Oh God, we no, might we lose just... our family. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry. All right. Until next time. Peace.